Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Tacos and Tattoos podcast. I am here with my new friend, Shelby Smith. She is an experienced model and Western influencer based in Texas. She is actually a teacher from a small town and co-owns a business with her fiance called the Baron Hat Company. Uh, she's partnered with Visit Cheyenne and the Cheyenne uh, Frontier Days as their Texas influencer for marketing social media events or social events. She is a multi-prized model in the fashion, the Western fashion industry, and over the last seven years has been featured in all sorts of magazines, blogs, commercials, and more. She's a guest today on the Tacos and Tattoos podcast to bring awareness to body image issues and how you can overcome them to chase your wildest dreams. So Shelby, tell us a quick story about yourself and how you got into the Western uh, modeling industry. So whenever I was in high school, I was really kind of insecure about my image. I had glasses and I was bullied. So I kind of just hid myself away, wore a lot of like baggy clothes or oversized t-shirts with jeans just to look really self-blendable where I'm kind of blend in with the background and not stand out as much. And one day when I got out of college, I had been living around the Dallas area and I saw a lot of people were doing modeling in the Western industry. And one of my friends said, you know, you would be really good at this because it's part of your background and you have a really pretty face that so you should do it. And I was like, I don't know about this because of how nervous I was about breaking that barrier of coming out of my shell and finding my confidence. So I just decided one day, you know what, I need to stop being scared and I just need to go for it. And she set me up with a photographer for a TFP shoot, which is trade for print. And I loved it. And I felt so free and the modeling just helped give me a little sense of confidence. And I felt free from that so I started pursuing it even more and trying to get a hold of like these brands and just keep building upon that first feeling and I just kept building upon it building upon it until where I reached an amount of confidence that I felt good about myself to where I could share with others that were struggling with the same problems that I was and it's amazing to see that there's so many people out there that have the same issues that I can relate to and I I can help them gain their confidence. And in the Western industry, you are accepted by everybody. And I love that because there is something for everybody in the Western fashion industry. You have the basic side, which is like your button ups and your jeans. You've got the glam side, which has the sequins and the rhinestones and the flashy Vegas type costumes and clothes and then you have like the grunge side which is like ripped jeans and a band t-shirt paired with a cowboy hat you've got everything and it's freeing because if you want to try one side of it one day you could try that and if it doesn't work then hey there's so many other options and it's built for everybody and I love that the western fashion industry has that many avenues and being a part of it I can help bring others into it to experience because it's not just about clothes it's also about like a way of life 
and confidence as well. Mm-hmm. well. I love that. And it's so interesting because normally when we think of the fashion industry and modeling, we think of eating disorders and body image issues. But in your world, in this little like niche of the modeling industry, it it becomes an actual really positive and healing thing for it. It sounds like that was your experience then. Yes, it was. And because I am not a person of small stature, by no means, I'm curvy. So a lot of other avenues in the modeling industry doesn't pertain to that. Like they don't like heavily tattooed people, which I have about 14 tattoos. I'm a size 10, 12. So I'm your average size. And I had so many rejections from all of these other avenues of modeling. And when I got accepted into the Western fashion modeling, I felt right at home because there is a lot of ugly and rudeness and the other avenues. And you could feel kind of uncomfortable because you're trying to shape yourself to fit that image that they're wanting to look for. And it can also be pretty toxic Mm -hmm. and breaking away from that and breaking away from that mental anguish of that and going into something positive where it like builds you up. And there's so many different body types in this one area is freeing. And it's amazing because it fits for everybody. And that's the one thing that I love about Western fashion is that it doesn't matter if you have tattoos. It doesn't matter if you're a size zero or a size 16 or whatever size you you fit in and there is clothes for everybody and they make you feel confident about yourself. I love that. And were there any times along this journey that you felt like was kind of a low point for you? Because obviously building businesses, having all these opportunities, there's going to be a lot of like inner growth and self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Can you speak to any times like that? There were a few times where I felt like I shouldn't be doing this. Because I felt like, you know, I'm not really fitting in or I'm not getting the opportunities like some of the others are. Like, if I was smaller, I could get this many more opportunities or I could be published in this magazine. But if I was, if I wasn't tattooed, I could get so many other opportunities. I had a lot of Mm self-doubt and it was really toxic at one point where I went on a sabbatical and just stopped for about a year or two just to kind of recollect myself and kind of step back from social media. And it was in that time that I did some self-reflecting and I realized it was all in my head and I should not even done that in the first place. So I was like, you know what? I want to try again. Once I sat back and reassessed everything, then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try again. So I decided to go right back into it. And then it all fell into place where I started my business with my fiance. I started my design line with Ranch and Famous. I got partnered with Visit Cheyenne, got published in the Cowboy Lifestyle Network magazine. And it all came together after I stepped back and reevaluated everything and Mm -hmm. realized, you know what, I still can do this. Yeah, because when you take time to get your mind right, you know, in a way where you realize that so much of what's holding you back really is just 
mental because I want to read you a little uh, like post I found in Reddit before we hopped on here because I thought it it speaks so well to the fact that it's not about your weight. It's not about your hair or your makeup or even the clothes you wear. So much of it is about that that inner confidence that we have. So this post goes like this. It says, I'm 23 female and I've never been what I've con- what you would consider skinny until now. Since middle school, I've been slightly overweight, but I never was really self-conscious about my weight. But in the last uh, six to eight months, I've gone through a lot of emotional issues with my body image. And I've been constantly exhausted to the point that I've only been eating one meal a day, maybe a snack or two. And since junior year of high school, I've been having stomach issues as well. So I basically stopped eating big portions and I started losing a lot of weight. And now I'm skinny and people keep telling me that I look great, but I feel like shit. And every time someone mentions my weight now, I just want to cry. I'm in new territory. I don't know what to do other than obviously start eating a little bit more, but I'm trying my best to hold it all together. And I thought this was such a great representative representation of like what women go through with weight because we can feel really good at any weight, but we kind of go through this like identity crisis. And then we have all these external forces being like, you should be more skinny. You should have your hair this color. You should go to the gym and be more curvy. Like all these, you should be look like this. And it, it messes with our mind. And so, like you said, when you took a break, you were able to step back and be like, no, this is what is aligned to me. So what would you say to this 23-year-old girl right here that is struggling with all of these things? I would tell her that she needs to have her self-confidence built up a little bit more. Because if you have self-confidence in yourself, it doesn't matter what the other people's opinions are about you. You know you and you know your body more than anybody. And going through the self-hurt of not eating is unhealthy. Because I was always told that you need to eat to burn calories and be healthy. And by not eating, you're actually hurting your body more where your, your body will start burning your good muscle tissues and using that as energy. And it just leads to more medical problems down the road. And for the society saying, oh, you look good. You look good on the outside, but they don't know the pain that you have going on on the inside because of all the medical problems. So what I would say is block out the world and focus on you because you know your body and you know what you need. And if you're happy, then that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if other people are happy or other people are accepting. If they're accepting you now and they weren't accepting you then, then they really weren't in your corner in the first place. Finding some people that support you through everything is the most important thing. When you have people in your corner that root for you through the highs and the lows, those are the people that are worth keeping. I have noticed from high school, the ones that were rude, to me and bullied me back then are trying to be friends with me now and I just say I accept your apology but I'm not going to be friends with you because you weren't there for me back then you are want to be with me now because of where I'm at and you didn't support me then when I needed people the most and that has helped with the mental image a whole lot because 
I have people that support me. And for her, she needs people to support her because if they're telling her that she looks good now, then that's toxic because that's like putting in something in your mind that, well, if I keep hurting myself this way, I'll be accepted by society. You're meant to stand out. You're meant to do so much more because women who are quiet don't make history. And I've said this before, if you are loud, you will make history, you will stand out and you will get your confidence out there. If you're quiet and you blend into the background, nobody's going to know how much you've achieved. Nobody's going to know how much you've succeeded and where you've come from. But if you stand up for yourself and you show your confidence, then they're going to be like, wow, she really does have a good head on her shoulders. And she really does love herself enough to be this confident. And it will help other people realize that too. It's like, well, it's like if she did this and started here and is here now, maybe I can do that too. And for this 23-year-old girl, that's where she needs to start with is her self like take a step back and reevaluate everything to see what fits for you and where you feel comfortable and where you feel healthy because at the end of the day it's you that matters it's not the outside world it's you your life your body is your vessel and taking care of it is the most important thing yeah, you made so many really great points there. I want to touch on a few of them. Um, I picked this this post because I feel like so many women struggled silently with this when we were younger because it like when I was in middle school, high school, my, my parents got divorced when I was nine. And so that kind of like created this very chaotic situation. It, like I didn't have a lot of um, certainty. I certainly didn't have a lot of stability because my parents were always fighting and there was all this drama. And then my mom would go through boyfriends and all these things. So I developed an eating disorder as well because of the anxiety that I was dealing with where I couldn't eat because I was just so anxious all the time. So by high school, I was like 116 pounds at being five foot five. And I remember one of my teachers one day I walked in and she's like, are you okay? Like, are you eating? And I I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I felt like crap all the time because my stomach was literally eating itself because I was not eating anything. And it wasn't until I got to be about 23, 24 that I started to eat again. I gained a little bit of weight. The anxiety went away. So I really understand this where everybody can be like, oh, you look so good. Look how thin you are. But I was like literally dying inside because of the anxiety and my the inner turmoil that I was experiencing. But people don't think like society. We're not raised to be like, oh, the inner world is so important because we're so heavily marketed to about our outer appearance. We're told if we want to get a nice guy, we have to have, you know, we have to be attractive on the outside. So we basically focus so much on that, on how we're going to be perceived by the world around us, that it affects our inside so much. And I feel like 23 is really young. I don't know how I didn't ask, but is it okay if I ask how old are you? Yeah, I am 28 years old right okay. now. <laughs> so you're just like going through that, like, oh, 28 is like the sweet spot. But that was the year that I started what I call the dark night of the soul. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yes. 
<laughs> yeah. I feel like for a lot of, especially women, that it starts around like 26, but then it goes into like the early 30s because we start breaking free, like you've been talking about, of all of the like societal expectations of how like and and starting to find ourselves so what advice do you have for women to actually like what steps should we take to find ourselves so we can be able to be confident in ourselves so to find yourself you need to start soul searching first like figuring out what makes you happy like hobbies if you have a hobby that you've always wanted to do but you've never had the guts to try it go for it chase your dreams and start there start small set yourself goals like well i want to try this by this time and just work your way up to that one and just kind of break it up into little chunks because if you break it up into chunks they make it a lot easier to reach those goals and you can start there and just start building your confidence little by little it's like if you wanted to do modeling then you could start in a niche where you feel most comfortable if you love baking and you're like hey i want to start an instagram page with all of my recipes and do little videos start small with some of the stuff that you know you can make and work your way up on that if you want to overcome your fear of being in person and in front of a camera start doing little reels on instagram and just practice and build your confidence that way when it comes time you can do this i'm going to let you in on a little secret here is i used to be terrified of public speaking and talking to people and being in front of the camera and i did one act play in high school and it helped me come come over the fear of being on stage of, and also helped me find that confidence of, okay, maybe it's not so bad. And then I started doing SkillsUSA and public speaking and speaking at Capitol Hill because I was more on the public side and business side of SkillsUSA than I was on the competitive side. So it led me to those opportunities where I could go to nationals and go to state and speak to like my congressmen. And that was the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done in my life was standing on a podium and your congressman looking you dead in the eye while you're giving a speech. And I, it was at that point where I was like, well, if this is the most terrifying thing in the world, then everything else is going to come easy. And I used to be terrified to speak to random people and let people hear my voice. But now that I hear it, I'm like, okay, I don't sound so bad. I could do this. And I started building upon that where I'll speak in my reels, do podcast interviews mm -hmm. and do commercials. And it's finding that self balance first is the most important thing because then you can overcome your fears one by one gradually and it's not as bad as you think because fear kills dreams and when you have fear your dream won't happen but if you have faith that is mightier than fear and you know that you can do this then you can do it confidence and faith will help you set your goals and achieve your goals fear will keep you from attaining your goals and your dreams Ooh, i love that fear 
kills dreams because a lot of times the reason we don't do something is because we're afraid of a possible imaginary outcome. And it's also such great advice to build confidence in yourself means to go do something that scares you. Because when you can overcome those things that scare you and do the big scary things, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I'll do the next thing. And one of the most like pivotal moments in my entire life was when I decided to take on a specific hobby. I had just gone out of a uh, five-year abusive relationship with my a narcissistic ex. And I'd always watched... Did you ever watch that show, Dancing with the Star? No, not Dancing... Uh, so You Think You Can Dance. Did you ever watch that? Yes. I, yes. I loved watching that. It was it was fun. <laughs> yeah. I watched it all through college. It's like my favorite TV show. And I always was like secretly like, oh, I wish I could do that. But all through my younger years, high school and even college, I, I was an equestrian. And so my focus and all of my parents' money and my own money went to horses. So dance wasn't really an option. But I, when I broke up with him, I went to a, like the universe brought me the opportunity to learn how to dance. I went to a like business meeting and the society of dance, local society of dance was doing a presentation and they talked about starting salsa classes a month from that, that specific time. And I remember going to that class and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even make it through a Zumba class. Like my brain will not tell my feet how to move quick enough to be able to do these. And I remember struggling through the first beginner classes. Like it's like a six or eight week series, you go once a week. And I struggled so much. I was so embarrassed, but I'm so grateful that I stuck with it because just last Saturday, I went to a social at a bar and I danced with like literally everyone. And I feel so incredibly confident doing it because I've been doing it for like five years now. Even like I started before the pandemic, took a short break. And then when I came to Mexico, uh, actually I came to Mexico because I wanted to salsa dance and it was part of what brought me here. And so it changed my life. So like you said, choosing, making that decision and being like, I'm going to do this, even though it scares the crap out of me because it has the opportunity to radically change your life. And you were then, as you got over your fear of public speaking, were able to enact change by going out and being a thought leader in front of politicians, which is terrifying, right? Oh, yes. And I haven't done it since because, of course, I graduated out of it, but I can still be um, a thought leader with through my Western fashion and marketing and Miss United States Agriculture, because I did that pageant um, just to see if I could do it. And you had to do public speaking and be mm -hmm. very well spoken. And I actually got, that was my first time to do a pageant. And I got first runner up. And I was like, okay, not bad for my first year. <laughs> right? There's really, if you try it, even though you didn't win it, right? You got first runner up. That's still a lot of growth and there is no failure in that. I feel like a lot of the fear comes from the fear of failure or the fear of embarrassment, which is like another form of failure. But have you ever felt like oh, being yeah. afraid to afraid fail? I was going to fall on stage. <laughs> yeah, that I would be guess. scary. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to fall on stage. Well, I had to wear heels and I am not the type of person that will wear heels. Cowboy boots are my heels. 
So I had these Western tooled leather heels that were a wide heel, like a block heel mm -hmm. walking in that. And I was, you could see in the, the video that my fiance took, I was carefully walking on stage in a long dress. And in my head, I'm thinking, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. People are going to see it on Facebook and it is not going to be good because there's a lot of people watching this. <laughs> and I was like, do not fall. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, that would be super embarrassing to fall in front of the camera and everybody else. And But didn't happen. So your fears were not real. They weren't realized. But as we wrap this up, what, what would, if you were to go to a high school full of, you know, freshmen, what advice would you have for them? on on chasing uh, on fear kills dreams how about that i would tell them that if they have a fear that their dreams would not work out then they haven't put enough thought into it first because you're always going to have a failure nothing happens overnight you're always going to have your ups and you're always going to have your downs and it's that sheer thought that there's fake there's going to be a failure that is terrifying it's okay everybody fails keep trying and keep building towards your, your dreams because you will be able to achieve them and make a vision board a uh, vision board will help you see your goal and see what you're trying to achieve and if you post it up where you're going to see it the most like if you want to put it in your bathroom on your mirror where you'll see it do it if you want to put it on your bedroom mirror do it put it where you can see it and that way you know that is the goal that i'm working for this is where i'm at and this is where I want to be. And I know I'm going to have a lot of bumps in the road along the way, but it's okay because every little failure builds into your success. Just keep going, keep pushing, and you can achieve great things. Oh, I love that. So where can everybody find you and your businesses online? So you can find me on Instagram. Instagram at Southern underscore beauty 113. Our business is Baron Hatco. We're on Instagram at Baron Hatco or baronhatco.com. I also have the link in my bio on my main Instagram. So if you go on my main Instagram and you click the link in my bio, I have a list of everything um, from Baron Hatco to my design line with ranch and famous and i also have a link in there for um different podcasts that i was on previously if you wanted to hear some of my other stories and i also have my amazon storefront on there too for different things because you never know what i'm getting myself into i mean i just bought a inflatable pool and, and didn't realize it was 10 foot long six foot wide so i'm making an outdoor deck for that and I'm going to have a video for that. So you'll never know what I'm going to be getting myself into. And if you want to follow me along, just follow me on Instagram and you can see all the shenanigans that I do, especially in the rodeo world. Oh, that's so perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any last words for our listeners? Thank you all so much for having me. And I want you all to pursue your dreams because I know you all can achieve you great things and don't listen to the critics you are your own 
worst critic and your opinion is the one that matters. So keep pushing forward because fear will kill your dreams. So push the fear away and keep going because I know you can do it. Are you an ambitious and independent woman who's ready to start attracting your aligned masculine partner but have struggled with settling in the past? Join the free masterclass to start attracting him in less than 30 days by tapping into a hidden feminine superpower that you already have. Go to girlstopcrying.com to sign up.